Welcome to the Lance Wellhouse Show today because we are going to go dive right in. I'm excited that Elon Musk, where God's raising up champions, people. Elon Musk is taking on Media Matters, the big bully that destroys every business, like took down Mike Lindell, tries to destroy him, tried to destroy Rush Limbaugh, tried to destroy Hannity, tried to destroy Laura Ingram. It's a bullying machine where all these advertisers are assaulted by a group uh, of left-wing, uh, you know, boiler room operators that are all sending these bots and notifications that you're associating with right-wing extremism. And, and then, of course, they believe it. It's, a, it's such a power play of propaganda. But we're going to cover it and expose it. We're going to be talking a lot about the battle that's going on. But a lot of it comes back to this product right here, which is End Time Jesus. I'm amazed at the number of preachers, and I don't want to go off on this, who are not discussing the $35 trillion in debt, the takeover of the uh, southern border of the United States with some potentially 40 million foreigners that we're paying for while our economy is collapsing. No preachers are talking about that, but the, the super-righteous Sanhedrin, they're talking about the extremists in politics out there who aren't displaying the disposition and the, and the humility of Jesus. Well, I don't think you really got a real good revelation of Jesus there, preacher creature. That's why I wrote, that's why I've got this publication now called End Time Jesus. It's a teaching. I'm going to turn it into a book. Get the audio right now. End Time Jesus. He's not going to be coming back for a, um, you know, for a therapy session with his enemies. He's coming back to judge and rule. You might be shocked when you meet him. LanceWallnow.com forward slash end times Jesus. If this doesn't rock your socks and flip your wig, well, then I'll just return your money. You return the product back to me. How's that? LanceWallnow.com forward slash end time Jesus. You want to get it right now. And let's go into the show. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Lance Wellnow Show. You know, Media Matters. Media Matters. If you want to read, they're all connected. They're like some kind of a ganglious, tumorous fibroid that is in from, from Rolling Stone to Right Wing Watch to Daily Beast to... They're, they're all connected. I can prove it to you because when one comes out with a hit piece, they're unimaginative. I mean, right down to like a, some... Weird publication in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, which is particularly interesting to me because I grew up in Bucks County. But they all kind of feed the same narrative to each other. It's like a, like a dozen angry left-wing virus-infected journalists who are all covering the same story from the same angle. And it's always Christian nationalist, dangerous political movement, MAGA, NRA or NAR, it's a new apostolic reformation they talk about which doesn't even exist, but they made it up, and it's kind of like the man from UNCLE. It's chaos, it's thrush, it's some fictitious enemy they got in their head. But media matters. When you pick a fight with the wrong person, you deserve, you know, remember that scene from, is it, uh, what's the scene with Clint Eastwood? Uh, was it El Torino? That scene, you ever notice when you, you know, sometimes you, you pick a fight with the wrong guy? Grand, Grand Torino. Yeah, well, whatever. Thanks, Carl. Yeah, whatever it was. Anyway, X-Sues Media Matters after a report about ads next to anti-Semitic content. I'm going to ask you for a moment. I don't want to labor the point here for all my baby boomer audience, but I want the millennial who worked in the background in the tech industry to explain to me. Oh, no. What am I What I'm about to read to you. I'm putting you on the spot there, Mercedes. You're a software person, so I'm going to ask you to explain. This 
This company will target you. They will attempt to smear you. I mean, it's just like with, just like the idiocy when I went out uh, with Doug Mastriano on the campaign trail in uh, Pennsylvania. Two million people <laughs> all thought that when I said, as I've done in arenas around the world, from the movie Gladiator with Ridley Scott, I said, on the count of three, bring your hand down and say, as one, just like when Maximus Desmeridius, the commander of the Felix Legions of Rome, told the gladiators to lock their shields as one to resist the onslaught of the, uh, the chariot that was coming against them in the middle of the arena in Rome. Hold, hold, as one, as one. And I had the crowd say, we will move together as one. As Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain, the army colonel did just three and a half miles from this location on Little Round Top, without bullets on the second pivotal day of the Battle of Gettysburg that will determine the future of the United States. Another time of crisis with the great civil war. And this army colonel told his soldiers at the top of the round top, prepare your bayonets. We have no bullets. We will sweep down the mountain as one. And I said, we shall move together as one in America. Well, Doug Mastriano was a colonel in the army. As one made sense, I put my hand up like this. I said, on the count of three, bring it down as one. What do you think the press did? What do you think the media matters and the right-wing watches of this world did with that? They froze the picture of me, <laughs> who on my father's side is a lineage of Jewish rabbis, and they said, Lance Wall now leads Nazi salute at Doug Mastriano rally. Two million people see that. Boom, as one. I had the BBC come up to me. I said, you watch what they do with that one. He said, what could they possibly do with it? I mean, we were right in the BBC. We saw it. I said, they'll figure out something. So if you ever see a picture of me and my hand up in the air like that, reaching up to heaven, remember, <laughs> it's not Zig Heil. It's as one. I know the hand placement is crucial. The hand placement is critical. I tell my people all yeah. the time, it's not this, it's this. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so uh, in the lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court in Texas, X, I wish he didn't call it X. He's, a, he's such a brand genius. Mm -hmm. He's a little too smart. It's on the Asperger scale. He's in the is genius he? room. Mm. X is not it. X is not it. Asperger's? I'll tell you why. Asperger's? Is it Asperger? What's Autism it called? Or Autism or Asperger's? Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's all right. Anyway, he's a genius, but he's a little bit eccentric on that odd, on whatever point. that scale is. You, people will write it in. I know I'm going to see comments. Well, yes, it's this. X claimed, the artist formerly known as Twitter, X claimed Media Matters manipulated the social media platform by using accounts that exclusively followed, explain it to me, Mercedes, major brands or users known to produce fringe content and resorted to endlessly scrolling and refreshing the feed until it found ads next to extremist posts. Mm. Media Matters report misrepresented the typical experience on X with the intention of harming X and its business. Mm. Now, Musk can show in real time that he is a digital company. Frame, 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 how they're maneuvering, manipulating, repositioning, erasing, repositioning until it comes to the top of the feed. And then they go to the advertiser and say, you are endorsing Nazi propaganda. Mm. Pull your ads from, in order to crush his business model. Hmm. That's why 
I think they bit off a little bit more than they could chew. I think if this guy, this guy's gonna, ba 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 boom, he's taking them thermonuclear. Anyway, am I explaining the, the what the, yeah, the process no. right? I think that's accurate. It's kind of like what they did to you, where they took a freeze frame and said, oh, it was really this with no context whatsoever. Don't remind me, I just got through it and you're bringing it back in my memory again. And so I had my hand up like this, people. My own family, my wife's family, I'm not gonna bring it up, I don't wanna have problems. They pass this stuff to each other. Watch with Lance. Lance is losing his mind. He's doing Nazi salutes in Pennsylvania. All right. Let's talk about something. Did I tell you that Trump is coming ahead in the polls? The good news is Trump is likely to win the election if things are on track. The bad news is he'll be serving his presidential uh, messages from 700 years in jail. We got to still sort that thing out. Hmm. Here's are what I want gonna, you to, uh, what? Are you going to like drop any of the science that was sent to us by that political strategi strategist today about what might happen, where we wait, might wait, end wait, up? Wait, 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 I just realized something. Did mm -hmm. I tell you guys that, that uh, Elon Musk is in Israel? I need to make this one comment. Okay, go How for it. How is he dealing with this? You know, because I'll put up the meme that he had in 2022. This is where they started, real they started coming against uh, 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 Elon. When they realized that he... You see what he says here? He says, they brainwashed you is the meme, and what do you got here? And he, and he writes back, I'm not brainwashed, but look at the categories of the left that he believes are the subject of brainwashing. You could tell by his critic here, Alonso. Let's unmemify this image and spell out, Elon Musk thinks people have been brainwashed into defending vaccines and surgical masks. Well, what do you think, people? LGBTQI plus rights, anti-racism, access to abortion, Taoism and Twitter, but that, in reality, these are not things that should be defended. It's very disturbing. You see the needles, the needles that are, oh, look at that, it's like CNN, I think, is over there, and Twitter, and Facebook, and he's coming out of, he's saying the whole social media world is being brainwashed with the LGBTQ rainbow, the crescent moon, radical Islam, and uh, the vaccines. He's absolutely right. And there's a guy over there with an American flag going, really? I'm not brainwashed. You guys are the ones that are, they're telling you you're brainwashed. They're the ones that are living in the, in, in the bizarre world. That's what put him in a collision course with the left. He was not he wasn't using the platform as a responsible way, like a late-night comedian would, to beat up on Donald Trump and right-wing radical Christian nationalists. Shofar blowing Catholics are the threat to America. Anyway, so Elon Musk, after he got whacked with, I can't find the meme. I mean, I spent five minutes with my team. I know it's there. Anyway, so apparently he's endorsing anti-Semitism, which is certainly not true, as you can see. But what he might be endorsing is a theory that I think he could defend, and I certainly could say it, but I realize that it's with trepidation I walk into the minefield of what I'm about to say. You see, Jewish liberals have funded the ideology 
of the extreme LGBTQ super duper mask and backs community. And then you got your, uh, your diversity, equity, and inclusion, and your EEIO. Well, I made that one up. Whatever it is that they've got, they're funding all this Marxist garbage that's creating a hatred of America, pulling down the statues, and they're funding it. Not that other people aren't, but you see, the Jewish community has to be very careful because they're very, when, when you have your high level, moderate Democrat Jewish donors that are heavily funding the scholastic endeavors of universities that are propagating ideology that ultimately, in the alchemy of their hatred, will turn against the Jew. They just found out the boycott Israel, the PLO, the pro-Hamas spirit, 30 groups on Harvard, Jewish students having to hide. My suggestion is it's going to be a real radical transformation. But you need to recognize that Elon Musk isn't wrong when he says that now those people that have espoused the most radical ideologies and funded them realize that they've been funding something that eventually would persecute them. They should wake up and realize that making America great, conservative ideas, covering the border, protecting, having a smaller government, not a big police state, um, these are things which will secure the rights and liberties of the Jewish people and the Christian people who ultimately, according to what we teach, what we believe, as Bible-based believers, as scholars in our own right with degrees in biblical studies, we believe that there's a spirit behind the destruction of the Jewish people, and it's called uh, anti-Semitism. It's actually the spirit of antichrist. Remember, Jesus came from the Jewish people, and so that spirit hates Christians and Jews. The sooner we get on the same page, the better it's going to be, which is why Netanyahu knows his greatest friend is the evangelical in America. I can't believe we're coming back to our last segment, but I'm going to show you some uh, that Elon is doing PR damage control by going to Israel. Smart move. And I think it's going to work to our advantage. Be right back. You know, we're living in an age where Christians are nervous. Christians are waffling in their commitment. Preachers aren't really preaching a clear message. We don't know if we're raptured out or if we're supposed to go to the voting booth and take a stand. The truth of the matter is all that confusion dissipates when you get a fresh revelation of Jesus. God wants to give the church a fresh discovery of who Jesus is because Jesus actually manifests himself in different ways in different periods of time. When he first came, John the Baptist was very confused. He had seen the Lord coming with a baptism of fire and he was going to burn up the chaff and he was going to shake things up. And Jesus actually came as a sacrifice. Well, end time Jesus is coming back as the judge of nations and most Christians are looking for the lamb. He's coming as a lion. Now, if you get this revelation of who Jesus is right now, it doesn't dissipate the beauty of his merciful forgiveness or his love. It just adds this realization that he's coming with authority and he wants his church to straighten up its back and begin to realize that the soon coming king is coming as the judge of nations. The revelation of end time Jesus will put a mantle in your life that will embolden you with clarity and confidence. The thing that is missing most in the body of Christ, the fear of the Lord, and the boldness of the first century church is about to come to you with this powerful revelation. Go to LanceWallnow.com, uh, end times Jesus. That's LanceWallnow.com forward slash end times Jesus. And you're going to hear this explosive, fresh, new revelation that just came to me recently this year that God wants the church to straighten up and strengthen itself 
because Jesus is coming with the armies of heaven and he's coming to do battle. During the break, Mercedes was saying some things which she told me she would not say on the air. And I said to her, why not? And she said, well, I don't want to get in trouble like you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Mercedes, would you explain to me the oppression Olympics theory that you have as to what's going on right now in America? Take it away. Well, you're calling it the Oppression Olympics. I was just bringing up the point that when you look at the left, I feel like it's classified by a hierarchy of victimhood. And you end up realizing they kind of came for, this is going to sound bad, this is the part I wasn't going to say on there, but it's kind of like they came for white men first. Then they're coming for traditional family. Then they're going to come for Christianity. And now the Jews are realizing, oh, wait, you're casting us in the light of an oppressor and the Palestinian, Palestinian you know, side are the victims. And so it's an entire hierarchy of victimhood and who is the biggest victim is oftentimes what it feels like. So anyways, I was just sharing that with you. And then you called it, what did you say, the Oppression Olympics? The Oppression Victim? Olympics, yeah. that's, a, that's a term I heard from, suppose Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson. I, don't, I didn't come up with it myself. But your point, your point is well taken that uh, there's a hierarchy there. And, and she also said, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, that perhaps we're talking too much about things that people aren't interested in, like Elon Musk. And I say, Tucker Carlson and Elon Musk are interesting, don't you think? So we are gonna move on from Elon. Yes, he did go to Israel. He is with Netanyahu. And I believe that's going to work out to the advantage of the righteousness of our cause, because he's going to see stuff that there will make him so further convinced that the ideology of the left is a threat to world peace. Hmm. But I do pray that he doesn't become conditioned by this Pavlovian shock treatment, like a shock collar, so that he won't bark when he sees something that needs to be barked at because he's been trained. Don't say it. They're just gonna make you pay a price. That's how they wear you down. Disney's lack of consumer acceptance. This is, this is, this is. <laughs> I love how intellectuals or, or, or people, they obfuscate, 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 obfuscate. They, um, they, 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 they render unintelligible the real cause of things by a barrage of verbiage. So Disney acknowledges risks because they're losing money. I mean, they've lost a lot of money. I gotta, I gotta catch my article here. How much money have they lost, you ask? Well, their, their movie Wish drew only 19.5 million domestically this weekend. They were looking for 31 million. Well, you start adding up 15 million here, 20 million there. Uh, you know, by the time you're done, you end up with uh, couple of hundred million dollars off your projected profits. And the explanation? Well, uh, there's a misalignment between the company's products and the public that is hurting its bottom line. A misalignment. Disney says success of our business depends on our ability to consistently create compelling content. Uh, and one of the hurdles we have is consumer taste and preferences that change in often unpredictable ways. Here's, here's a little wake-up call for you, Disney. It's not unpredictable. The fact that we've had a woke revolution does not mean that parents are all signing off on it. A lot of people, I dare say the majority of people, are intimidated easily.
they will be silent. They don't want to be singled out as being, in, especially after they see how you treat other people. So they just don't support you. They don't, they, they vote with their money. And what they're saying is, you've got too many wokeified employees. Give me an example of what I'm talking about. Listen to this one. The filing comes after Disney postponed the release of its remake of a ch the classic children's fairy tale, Snow White. Notice, let me give you a little Jordan Peterson 101 here. Stories that have endured for hundreds or yea, thousands of years, such as biblical narratives from the flood to the garden, whatever, they are, they are not to be dismissed because, oh, oh, you, you believe that? It's because the fact that they've survived for thousands of years means that they resonate in a profound way with the very nature and the psyche of humanity so that only stories that have deep echoes with reality endure over time. So you don't just wokeify a story that's been there for hundreds of years and say, I think we're going to change it because you've disrupted the evolutionary survival mechanism of great story. The filing comes after Disney postponed the release of its remake of the classic children's fairy tale Snow White following public backlash to a characterization of the film by its lead actress, Rachel Zegler. A photo released of the seven dwarves for the live-action remake drew skepticism as well because they refused to use dwarves, essentially, putting the one opportunity that dwarves have in Hollywood to actually play in a major Disney movie unemployed because they wouldn't put dwarves in the role of dwarves because they didn't want to insult dwarves in the process, which the acting community did not appreciate in Hollywood. So the actress says she's not going to be saved by the prince. She's not going to be dreaming about true love. Notice the mocking, piercing of looking for the man in her life. True love. No, she's dreaming about becoming the leader. She knows she can be the leader that her late father told her she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave, and true. It's another one of those, one of those Women against the world models that a woman can be a wrestler or a cage fighter just as well as a man. Problem is, they've lost billions of dollars. Here's the number I was looking for. Disney has reportedly lost a billion dollars just on four of its recent woke movie flops. Four woke movie flops. Let me tell you something, Disney. You getting the message yet? I don't think you're getting the message. I think you're like Target. I think you're going to keep on making the same mistake because you're driven by an ideology that's willing to lose money. Box office, the Marvel's misfire. So I'm looking, I'm looking at this thing here, and, he, uh, and I'm trying to figure this out. I'm asking my staff. I'm saying, Disney's Marvel's cinematic universe surely must be doing well compared to, I'm sorry, yeah, their Marvel's cinematic universe must be doing well. But it's, uh, this much is clear. The Marvel's is misfired with 47 million in its opening weekend. Well, that's not bad. They were looking for 80 million. Well, what? Um, so are you following this one at all, Mercedes? What's up with uh, the uh, Marvel's misfire? Well, there's a lot of things wrong with the Marvel franchise right now. Um, this being one of them, is rewriting a lot of different things. But, I mean, the big problem with the Marvel franchise is that they keep bouncing between it's almost oversaturated and they're bouncing between movies and shows and movies and shows and the the ongoing storyline is developing and people just can't keep up honestly it's just not executed well, well um, I'm, I'm just going to say that i don't mind having three women it's obviously they've, they've created the perfect 
politically correct form. They have one white, one black, one Latino. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you. Latina. No guys. It's an A at the end. Guys. Superheroes. Guys are into that kind of stuff too, you know. They like women too. Most guys. Well, they do like women, but I mean, they, you know, when it comes to Thor, I don't want to. I don't want to be here, you know, Thorina. Did you see all the memes though that are coming out? I don't know if you've seen those yet, but they're like. So I guess Disney asked the new Bing AI to stop allowing because it could generate like a movie poster that's in I, a I, Pixar take, take style. Take me on a tour of the memes, real quick. No, but I gotta set it up. I gotta set it up. I, so, I know memeology. But they're go. being like like Disney's threatening to sue Bing because the Disney logo and the Pixar logo are in them. But people are making light of everything you're talking about and how woke Disney's gone. And so uh, here's some things we we found online. If you want to put them up, producer in the back. So the, in this photo, <laughs> it's a Pixar style um, guy in a sombrero jumping over a cement wall. And it says, getting over it. For those on the podcast, I'll, I'll illustrate it. All right, next one. No, wait, wait, wait. What? No, go, we'll oh. go back. And the subtitle is, when the cocktail is on your tail, the wall is the place to <laughs> bail. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's so breaking the wall. And it, lo it looks like, it really looks but, like but Disney, Disney and Pixar animation. But Disney is upset about this, huh? This yeah, AI. Yeah, because, because AI keeps putting their logos on it. Okay, next one. So this one is the square, and it looks like Tiamat Square, and there's a guy standing in front of a tank. Okay, let's do a different case. one with a briefcase. This one is very controversial. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's it looks like it's supposed to be Bill Clinton on uh, the Lolita Express with a bunch of young girls around him. But again, for those on the podcast, it looks like Disney character esque. Anyway, so this is a little this is a little Magic spicy, Island. little spicy here, Chelsea. All right, what else? We'll do one more. Oh, and then there's one where it's. <laughs> It's a young boy holding uh, what looks like a shotgun, and it says Rittenhouse underneath it. it this, is, this is not great for people on the podcast, but if you're on the program, it's, it's kind of funny. Confused. There you go. All right. Well, we'll drop it there. We'll drop it there, but I well, just wanted right, to show here, it to you. Here, speaking of confusion, I got to play this for you right now. Only, I want you to hear the Reagan quote, and then you're going to hear one of, the, one of the cabinet members of the Biden administration who evidently doesn't even know the quote as historic as it is. Play the Reagan quote for us. Nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Let's go ahead. You know, we're gonna set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government, we're here to help. Um, <laughs> there's. There are resources there, there's technical assistance there, and there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Count on us as a partner in this. Our students are waiting. Thank you. You can't, you can't tell me that isn't the fun. I guarantee today he knows the actual quote. It's, it's like pure sarcasm. It's like, it's only on the left would you be illiterate. And he's in charge of education, I think. Is that the education guy? This is what it looked like. He's in charge of education. It's even funnier than I thought. Oh, yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. We'll be back again with the next show. I'm going to play it for you. God bless you. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. 
duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Lance to save big on all of Mike's best products. That's promo code Lance. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.